Welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Arlene Schacht. I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And I'm Nathaniel Schacht. And we're back in the closet this week. Back to it. Yeah, we're back to it. And I'm, I'm starting to get used to this, you know. Because <laughs> this week, I'm sitting on the opposite side that I was last time. And so my yeah. left arm is free. Yeah, so which you can is nice. Wave it around at people. Yeah. That's awesome. I've learned that even though I'm right handed, I still use my left hand for like scratching my head or anything like that. Is that normal? I don't know. But Maybe I just you're really tempted to reach around everything and then scratch my head. Do you really? think you're ambidextrous? Yeah. No. Mm. I can't really do anything with my left hand. Except scratch your head. Except scratch my head. Hmm. Yeah. When Brennan was homeschooled, he used to do his homeschooling with his, I guess, his right hand, and then he'd eat with his left hand. So he could sit there with his fork and everything and be doing his homework and eating at the same time. Maybe he's just efficient. Maybe. So he could well, he do his homework and yeah. eat at the same time? So That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm left-handed, and when I was about in my early 20s, my dad gave me his left-handed scissors, which I treasured for years. I thought, this is great. <laughs> Finally, I have left-handed scissors because... The other scissors always kind of hurt my hand. I get a little bit of a callus. I have a bit of a bruise. Okay, so I'm using these scissors for about 10, 15 years. Suddenly it dawns on me, like a decade later, that I'm actually cutting with my right hand. I'm using left-handed scissors. (laughs) It was all in my head. Like I thought that I was cutting with my left hand. I'm cutting with my right hand my entire life. And then I got these using left-handed, left-handed scissors. Yeah, I was so thrilled. I'm like, oh, I got left-handed scissors now. I'm not going to get the callus. Well, doesn't that make it worse? If, yeah. If now you're left-handed using right-handed scissors. Yeah. <laughs> you would think it would. But you just. <laughs> I didn't think wow. they were different-handed f- for scissors. Yeah. 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 But how? Well. Well, because the scissors actually are shaped a little bit yeah, differently. The There's shaped. a bit of an opening, and so oh. it kind of hurts your hand, but. I always was So you cutting. didn't notice that your hand was hurting? No. I started using left-handed scissors and I was still cutting with my right hand, did not even notice. I was just assumed I cut with my left. Yeah, I know okay. I'm a little what? bit of an airhead sometimes. <laughs> a big huh. assumption for 15 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a long time. And I was wow. like, hey, wait a minute. I don't even cut with my left hand, but I do everything else with my left hand. Is being left or right-handed something that's just genetic or is that? Yes, something you. I, th- I think so. You learn yourself. I think the big downfall no. for for people who are left-handed, unfortunately, is because there's not very many things that are suitable for left-handed people. Mm. Not as suitable as right-handed. Uh, life expectancy is actually shorter for a left-handed person. Is than, that true? Yeah, that okay. actually is statistically. Yeah, that that holds up. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. So when my sisters, who are like a lot older than me, who are Sorry, sisters, if you're listening, <laughs> but like Dallas is in her mid, mid-60s. Yeah. Okay, so she said that when they were young, if they used their left hand at all for writing in school, they would get like hit on the hands with a ruler. They were not allowed to use their left hand. They had to be right-handed whether they wanted to be or not. Mm-hmm. So that's the way it was in the old days. You had to be right-handed. Mm-hmm. But then by the time I came along, they let us be right or left-handed, and sometimes I wonder if I'm even a true lefty. I wonder if I would You're be. left-handed. I don't know. Yeah. Because my right arm was crooked, so I just learned to do everything with my left hand. But am I a true left-handed person? I, I'm very much the same as a lot of left-handed people, but I don't know. Hmm. I think you just are what you are now. You want to know a really interesting fact? Sure. Benjamites were left-handed in the Bible. There you go. Yeah. It talks about the people from the tribe of Benjamin. Tribe of Benjamin. Yeah. That they they use their bows and arrows with their left hand or something. Expert marksman. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Left-handed? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what you can be. You can be a a marksman. I could be Benjamite. You could. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be a great marksman. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, okay. This is hilarious. Do you remember when we got that gun? What was What kind of gun was that that... BB gun or something. Which that... one? Oh, the airsoft gun? The sniper? Yeah. Well, a sniper airsoft gun. Airsoft. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and I was so shaky and we all went out for target practice. You were young, so I don't know if you remember I remember. That. Yeah. But it was amazing how good I was at hitting the target and being the shakiest one in the family. 
yeah. just bam, right She's on it. swinging this rifle around all over the place, just trying to, and we were laughing. We're just like, there's no way she's going to hit anything. And, and she nailed it. She just huh. hit, the, I think it was a Pepsi can or something. And yeah, uh, yeah right, right down the middle with it. It's a See, weird way to do it. See, if it was a Coke can, it then you would have missed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it you're a Pepsi, Pepsi fan. So I, I was challenged. Coke? I had to hit it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. No. It's got to be Pepsi. I can hit that right on the target. Yeah. What do you have against Coke? What about you? You are Coke? Oh, yeah. I'm there both, but I prefer Coke. I'm both, but I way prefer Pepsi. But Pepsi, like, Pepsi's too sweet. If I'm in a restaurant and they say, oh, we have Coke instead, I couldn't care less. I'm like, okay, give me right. Coke. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that are either just one or the other. Mm-hmm. They won't go for, they won't go for, well, what it, is? It doesn't matter, I think, in, in, a, in a restaurant so much because when you're drowning, every, I mean, you're eating French fries, it doesn't really matter what kind of, if it's Coke it or does. Pepsi, you're not going to tell the difference anyway. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you Your do. taste buds are going to be There's so There's a restaurant, shot. I'm not going to say what the name of it is because I love this restaurant. I don't want to give them a bad name, but we buy our fettuccine there and we get their pop. Their pop is horrible. Ugh. They're not really the kind of, they're not you really know what the I'm talking about too. restaurant. It tastes weird. It tastes like a plastic machine. And oh, what? I, I just I've don't never like heard it. this before. Oh, it's, it's not that bad. It's <laughs> no? not that good. Is, and then you get the small glass, and of most of it's filled with ice. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. But I love. Oh, okay. I love, like the fountain. A fountain drink. You're saying it's a fountain drink that tastes like plastic. It tastes. Hmm. It just tastes like it's been sitting in the machine for like seven years, three months or something. It's the kind of place I would like. <laughs> Over seven years is what you mean to say. Yeah. They age yeah. their soda like they age the wine there. Yeah, I think yeah. they do. <laughs> it starts to turn to wine. Yes, yeah, that's how they do it. <laughs> Probably. I knew a place, um, there was a, a Max store that uh, I, I would suspect they didn't clean the machines on their Slurpees very often, and that's it tasted yeah. fermented one time I went in. Ooh. Coke tasted oh, yeah. like banana. Oh, it was it was rough. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, that would really bother me. So yeah. they're yeah. gone now? Yes. Yeah. Who's yeah. gone? Are they completely out of business or just Max? out of here? I think Max is totally gone now. Wow. Did they have Max in the States, or was this a no. Canadian thing? I, I it's think like it's a, a Canadian 7-11. thing. I think it was Canadian. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. I don't yeah. want to promise that. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. We don't, don't want to make any. Sorry, we don't want to make any promises. I don't want to assume. Actually, <laughs> <Max> yeah. <laughs> wow. You sound super tired. Ah. Uh, you like. Oh. We dragged oh, him straight. Just woke up. Yeah, we dragged him straight out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> I got work in like an hour. Uh, uh, no, another. Well, what extra hour and a half? Hour and, and a half. half. Yeah. yeah. That's gonna be fun. But you know what's yeah. coming up in just a few days. <gasps> I know. I don't know if I mentioned it yet. Your birthday's coming up. It is birthday. My birthday. So I have yeah. an idea. I would love to plan for the podcast. Yeah. So make sure if you're listening today, you got to tune in the next one because we are going to have the big birthday extravaganza. It's oh, no. Yeah. yeah okay, she ready. probably has absolutely no... <laughs> I have no idea what no, that'll look like. <laughs> no plan. What What would a birthday extravaganza... Pretty sure this was my idea, too. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Should we have soup? Well, how's that extravaganza? Well, it's gonna be. You're gonna be eating <laughs> soup on the on the podcast. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to. Okay, worst. these are things. I don't know. It's let, extravagant. We will talk about it right now, but nothing's written in stone. We're not gonna make any promises that we're gonna have soup. <laughs> That's <laughs> but so bizarre. Maybe we could have a giveaway. Giveaway. A giveaway. Yeah. All right. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. What else would you do on a birthday podcast? I don't know. Uh, party. Party. Get the music going. Have a little bit of cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll so. figure something out. Okay, what we'll what kind out. of music? What would you, what would be your thing? Mm, like a really jumpy jazz. Jumpy jazz? Jumpy jazz. For your birthday. Yeah. Oh, you guys were it's asking. It's calming. <laughs> <laughs> not if it's jumpy. I don't know. Jumpy jazz. No, bouncy. That's You're going to be word. 19. Oh, yeah. And you want jumpy jazz. I don't think jumpy jazz is a genre on Spotify. <laughs> jumpy jazz genre. Jumpy jazz or... Jumpy jazz. No, I don't think that works. If you're French, you say jumpy jazz genre. No, you don't, actually. <laughs> you do, because I'm the only French one in the room here. 
Uh, wow, mm, no, uh, I wouldn't be the only because you're took my son. Four so. years of French class. Wow. Yeah. That's... I almost ran over my French teacher. Well, that makes you like. I mean, it's not something. French, just kind of stupid, I guess. Ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, it wasn't my fault. No, it know. wasn't my fault. And she called me after and apologized profusely, by the way. so Why would she apologize to you for almost running her over? Because she ran out on a high-speed intersection with her hands over her eyes because it was raining, and she ran against the red light right in front of my car. And then? And then I swerved, and I piled my car into a tandem truck um, full speed and bounced off of that and spun around. So wrote my car wait, off. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. What's a tandem truck? Because I know what a tandem bike is. Two like, trucks. Oh, that's a truck where one driver's in the front and the other driver's... <laughs> <laughs> like a tandem bike. It was a big dump truck kind of thing. And what... That's called a tandem truck? I've never that's, really... Heard, like, I've heard the word, but never really That is what it. the people at the, um, at the insurance company said. It was a tandem truck. And that... Yeah, that's that's oh. all I've yeah that's all I know, but uh, no, completely totaled my car and and she fainted, which was concerning because I thought I'd hit her, because I I swung my head back after we came to a stop and and she was laying on the on the ground in the intersection, and I just thought oh no that that was it but uh, but no I missed her. So, I almost oof. fainted again the other day. I don't Why? know what was wrong with me. I don't know. It just started to get black and black, and everything around you starts to look black. And I laid down flat. If you lie down flat, that'll help. Because when I used to like faint when I was younger, sometimes things what? would get black suddenly. Just happens. Low blood pressure. Yeah, I think it was yeah. like low blood sugar, maybe. I think she would forget to eat mm. often. I do. <laughs> That's what happened. Did you eat today? No. Oh. oh, you're going to have to eat after this podcast. No, I don't usually eat at this time of day. You're going to save all your stomach room for the birthday extravaganza? My later this diet week? is usually get home from work, eat something, mm-hmm. and that's it. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. No, I'm sleeping throughout Should the day. Should we wake you up at lunchtime wow. to give you another yeah. meal? No, I don't want another <laughs> meal. I don't really get hungry anymore at those times. Well, hmm. in fairness to you, though, for people listening, he's. What time do you get home in the morning? Seven, seven, seven thirty. Yeah, ish. Yeah, yeah. So he's sleeping all day, and you haven't really got used to that so much yet. No. Yeah, no. you'll we get have used days, to it. Days on, and then days off, and so one day on, one day off, one day on. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's that'll mess with you. Kind of sucks. Yeah. 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 So getting used to it. Okay. When you said about the jazzy jazz thing, that kind Jump, of jumpy, no, jazz. Jump, jazz. Jump, jumpy jazz. Jumpy jazz. Jumpy jazz. Yeah, yeah. Jumpy jazz. Jumpy jazz. So you guys asked me the other day what my favorite song was. And I've been thinking about it ever since. Or what my favorite band was. Hmm. What's your favorite, favorite band? band? Fleet Foxes. Fleet Foxes. Yes. Give me one song that they do. Uh, my favorite by them is a song called Lorelei. Oh, that's a good tune. I, I, have, like I know one. a girl yep. named yep. Lorelei. Yep. I never knew there was a song named after her. It's named right <laughs> after her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about you? I'm I'm actually in the same boat. And, oh, uh, you're copycatting. Yep, that's yep, right. for sure. Way to steal my ideas here. Yeah. <laughs> when I heard, like for me, uh, the, the problem that I run into is that I don't listen to lyrics of songs. I concentrate only on the music part of it, which has gotten me into a lot of trouble over yeah, the years. Yeah, um, you know where I'll be playing something because I I just think oh the arrangement is is so good and and someone will nicely point out to me that those were not the best lyrics mm-hmm. you know to be listening to. So I completely ignore lyrics and I still I still do to this day. You know I I prefer the music. I I focus on the music. So Fleet Foxes, though, great. It, yeah. I, I really, Helplessness Blues is, I think, the, the best album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. yeah. But and I haven't heard that. Like, no. I probably heard it, but I, probably. I don't definitely remember it. any yeah. titles of anything. So I would not remember if I, if I have heard it, if I knew it was called Fleet Foxes. Mm-hmm. I'd probably just went, oh, I like this song, and then I forget what it is. How would you describe it? Describe what? 
Fleet Foxes. Like the genre? The genre? Yeah. I think it was always described as indie folk. I've never heard anybody pronounce folk as folk. Yeah. I, I always do. <laughs> Hello, wow. folks. How are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, I always I'm going over idea. to visit the folks. Do you say that like, hello, folks? Like you call people folks? No, just what I'm saying. Like indie folk. <laughs> that is so weird is it people who read a lot do that yeah and uh, i've had a lot of friends over the oh, years nathaniel's an avid reader <laughs> I am. yeah I yeah, am, yeah. <laughs> record labels yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, people who read a lot are they'll usually say things like that where yeah. they'll mispronounce something you know so i i heard a guy um not long ago who, who pronounced uh, galileo Galileo. Galileo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Galileo. obviously read a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So Ah, so uh, I'm feeling a little left out. You never asked me what my favorite. No, because band we're is. I think we're afraid it's going to be something like the Partridge family or Oh, that, that maybe would be Wilson right up Phillips. There. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Wilson yeah. Phillips would be right up there. Okay. So it's really hard to pick the best but okay there's one that i love and i cannot get it on my playlist anymore because it's older hmm. but it's called the waiting and i don't think a lot of people have heard of the waiting the waiting is a is a really cool cool christian the waiting group. is a christian group but yeah. yet it's just so not like mainstream christian nope. music it's nope. so unique I, don't, I wonder what that song is called where the guy's like saying i get up from the shower i wash and scrub and scour Every part as if a cleaner man would better know the shame. No, would ever bear the shame. Would ever bear the shame. <clears throat> yeah. The, the lyrics are just so fun. Like, they're just like, oh, I love this. You know, Paul tells me that I'm a winner of a game I've never won. It's it's a They're it. a unique group. Hmm. They're a yeah. unique group. I and think it was Blue Belly Sky, and you can actually. That was the album. I can hear them on yeah. YouTube, but I can't download them to, like, my... I can't download them to a playlist because no. they're just on YouTube. Yeah. So yeah. please, waiting, come out with another album because I. There is know. a way well, they've to. Well, had a few. There is a way to download uh, MP3s on YouTube and put them onto Spotify. Yeah. Like onto your own personal playlist. Really. Yeah. Sounds like it would be a job for a sound man. That's right. No any? Do you know uh, any? I've, do, I've done it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've pulled songs off my computer and put them onto Spotify ah. just so I could have it in my playlist. Do you remember when, I don't know if I've ever told you, but when we were young, how we would put songs on our playlist? We'd have to, like, listen to the radio because we would know that at, like, 5 o'clock they'd have the top 5 at 5, top 10 at 10, so you'd listen and then, okay, your favorite song's coming on. You get your little cassette player ready. Did you have to press two buttons down for record? Oh, yeah. Is that the way it was? Yep. Yeah. You got to press those two buttons down. And then half the time, the radio announcer would be talking at the beginning of the song while you're trying to record it. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that was Sounds great. like a bad way to do it. But if you really loved someone, you would make them a playlist. You would make them a tape. A Dad made tape. me one. Is this all the same way now? Like send them a Spotify What do playlist? you do now? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, that's just cheating. <laughs> so you tell me cheating. now. Do people like send each other Spotify playlists or something? No. Do, but you know. probably would say if you like a girl, oh, you got to hear the song. You're going to send her a link to it. Do you think that would be the thing? Like sharing music? Yeah. 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 So they're still sharing it. They're just sharing links now. That's right. Oh. There's just something. Eh, it's not the same. It's boy, better. I sound old. You know, it's on, way better. On my mix it is better. Tape, yeah. I had I'm a mixtape from you, and I, I would yeah. <laughs> instead of putting a cassette tape on on my on a pencil and manually spinning it around to rewind it because the rewind is broken on my on my cassette deck. That's right. You just yeah. press the space bar. What? Just press the space bar. Oh, the space bar. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> In the digital world, pencils yeah. were so perfect for it too because they yeah, had they sort of perfectly. that hexagon shape. Yep. So yep. they fit right in there, and when you turn them, they would turn the cassette and tighten it up. Glad I don't have to do that. Oh, it was and a the horrendous waste of great. time. <laughs> it even, sounds like it. Even I know the quality was bad. And then there's that sound, that 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 unmistakable sound when the tape gets eaten by the tape player. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you have <laughs> to hit like the button immediately, and then retrieve all the tape out of the cassette oh. deck. And yeah, yeah. what came after cassettes? A track. 
Was that not around the same time, I they, would think? They were hand-in-hand, hand, but 8-track came after cassettes were, were out. Because we never had an 8-track player at my house, ever. They People usually put them in their cars. I think it went like eight, like cassette tapes. When we had boom boxes, those were still cassette tapes. And then it went to CD around 80. We were married in 88, and your brother had a CD like the year after we were married or something. We were like, oh, it's a CD. Yeah, mid-80s is when, and, when and CDs came And people told out. us CDs can't get scratched. They don't get scratched <laughs> or anything. Yeah, that's not Wrong. true. Yeah. <laughs> lies, all lies. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden they start skipping and we're like, what's going on? This thing doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So I guess everything has just gone digital now. CDs are kind of phasing yep. out and everything like that. So. Oh, yeah. They're almost they're almost completely gone. Yeah, yeah, as soon as someone gets their big collection going. It's like, I finally look at this huge collection of DVDs I have or VHS tapes. And then all of a sudden Vinyl it's like, records or yeah, something nobody that, wants them. that really survived. Barely. In a weird Yeah, they had a situation. comeback, really. Yeah. yeah. Barely, though. But it's, it's more of a collectible. You know? I, I like them. Yeah. I like them. They sound good. Mm-hmm. They have a warm sound to them. They which do. is probably yeah. not good because it's not the actual sound. Uh, who cares? Oh. <laughs> okay. do, you remember, do you remember that guy right. we <laughs> called Uncle Don? Were you too young to remember his basement? The mafia guy? What? Uncle Don. Uncle Don. <laughs> Who's Don. Uncle Don? Grandpa Don? Mr. Don? Your mom used to date him. I didn't want to say that oh, on the podcast. I was going to say, I... <laughs> okay. And we called him Uncle Don, and we used to have Christmas there all the time. Yes. And he his basement was like walking into like a the museum. past. Yeah. It was like a portal yeah. to the past. Yeah. Complete with, with like cigarette smoke and the whole bit. It was 1972. <laughs> And you walk down there, and it had like the old Lloyd's stereo. Everything, Ooh. everything was okay. from '72. Colors all from the se- oh, oh, like the carpet, beads the paneling, hanging the up in the doorways. Yeah, oh yeah, it was so cool. It's a time capsule. It was depressing yeah. to me because that's where I came from, and I hated, hated, hated you don't every like the bit 70s? of that. No, but everybody no. would go downstairs to have their smoke. And so then we'd be like, oh, I really want to go to that cool rec room down there, but everybody's smoking. So they started to smoke in the um, laundry room. And then we would go over into the uh, record player room and the kids would twist again like they did last Christmas. And we would laugh at yeah. just <laughs> how completely 70s this room was. There was not a thing in that room that was out of place. We should do that in our house. Yeah. 70s themed We room. should. You know how cheap yeah. that would be just to like Uh-oh. go pick up paneling? <laughs> just go down to a yard sale. Some yeah. indoor-outdoor carpet, nice gold-colored, if you could even get it anymore. Two-inch thick shag carpeting. Oh, yeah. No, I think he had that golden indoor-outdoor carpet. Oh. You I know that rem- stuff that just vacuums recall. up like there's no tomorrow. It's just... I t- no, I don't know that. You need but... that carpet that you can drop anything in and it's going to get lost. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, it's going to get lost. Yeah. We have... Like you drop your phone in there, it's gone. Oh, the multi-patterned, yeah. multi-color. Yeah. Okay. We made the mistake like when we moved in this house of getting two white shag carpets with two dogs. It's just like the biggest disaster. The dogs would always, always, always choose to to conduct business on the shag carpet. And it was like, we couldn't keep them. We had to get rid of them. Our dogs were very business-minded. <laughs> yeah, they, they were, were. business-minded. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you put a good work ethic into them. I think I'm going to yeah. get them business cards for Christmas. <laughs> That's right. A little briefcase, too, so they can take it outside. Yeah. Pass them out to their friends. <laughs> Speaking of which, being business minded, uh-huh. there are some kids down the street that had a lemonade stand today. Oh, interesting! I saw an, a, an empty table and two chairs, and I thought, are they just leaving it on the curb for somebody to come pick up? Today was the first time in my life that I have ever driven by a lemonade stand without stopping. Oh, I didn't have any money, any I like change on me. Yeah, I yeah. always stop. Yeah. I, but they even take if, credit. No. <laughs> they have tap. <laughs> they have tap. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a really bad headache. I had no change on me, and I was like, ah, no, I'll, I'll catch him on the way back. And then on the way back, I still had no change. Still had the headache, and there was another car pulling up there, so I just went past. And yeah, 
Well, not if you counted that. I don't know if anyone was counting it, but that was six excuses to why uh, six you, solid excuses. six solid excuses. Oh, but headache was two of them, so that doesn't really count for two. No, I still it's double layered headache. Uh, one in okay. the front, one in the back. Okay. I uh, still have a bad headache, so if yeah, if, if I sound a little bit. Um, grumpy on this podcast just because I, I have <laughs> a headache. You know what happened to me last night? Okay, like, you know what happened to me last night. About four in the morning, huh? <laughs> I start crying my eyes out at like four in the morning. I haven't cried for years. What? I just started yep. outright bawling my head off at four in the morning. I've never cried since my mom died because... The year before her death, I talked about this, I think, on the last podcast. It was so... No, I talked about it on one of our five-minute marriage podcasts. Mm, that right. the last couple of years of her life was so difficult. Mm-hmm. I already had trouble getting along with my mom. And then she was very um, combative, I guess. And, and it was just really difficult. So I felt like I had this hard edge and after she passed away I didn't cry didn't mourn it almost felt like you know it felt like a break which is not that I wanted her to die but I just felt like sort of like a sanity kind of break from what we had been going through and then last night it all hit me at once just a year and a half later out of nowhere I just start crying and mourning for my mom it was really weird, and I think that's partly why I have a bad headache today. A lot of people have that. Where yeah. They'll, mm-hmm. I've heard of that They'll before. just have phases like that over yeah. over many years where just one night it'll cross their mind, and then they'll have a few hours of just thinking about it constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm like, what? What's going on here? But, you know, I, I've been feeling like bad I thought I never cried what's going on with that like I you know should have cried after she had passed away and stuff but it just took a while and it was I think it might be because it was a difficult time but I don't know yeah yeah no, it so, could be I don't really like to talk about that too much yeah yeah oh what can you say I know <laughs> that's true yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could say you better cry for me the same yeah. day the same day. Yeah. The same day. Cry for me the same day. day. Yeah. The day of, yeah. Are you not going to? You told me before that you wanted my wedding ring, and you said, as soon yeah. as you die, I'm coming to snatch it off your finger. <laughs> <laughs> I used to always say that when you were oh, a little that's kid. Pretty I was greedy. Like, that's greedy. Yeah. That's pretty sad. As soon as you die, yeah. I'm coming and I'm snatching Why that ring off your ring, finger. Why would I want ring, though? It doesn't fit my finger. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good question. Maybe yeah. you wanted to to hawk it or something. Maybe. Yeah, if it doesn't fit you, I don't good know. Good price on the market, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that least, anymore. Uh, thirty bucks for that. Sure. Yeah, thirty bucks is thirty bucks. <laughs> That's real cubic on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I I have I have another one too. This is my second what one. What's that sound? Oh, I hear it too. It sounds like a big truck outside or something. Okay. Spooky oh, rumble going on outside. Could be last time when we were doing a podcast. What was Brendan listening to? Ooh, oh. I put on a pipe organ that was in Chicago. Yeah, the, not a pipe yeah. organ. It was bells. Where we put both of them on. Oh, did you? There was a pipe oh. organ and a carillon. Right. We were doing a podcast and and we sort of stopped. We were doing mid-stream. the marriage podcast then because That's he was downstairs was. playing the pipe organ. Right. Thing. Yeah. And we could hear this almost like Phantom of the Opera sounds like drifting through the entire house. Yeah. And we and I I couldn't I thought that's that's an organ. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. And yeah. That's an interesting video. <laughs> yeah, loud. To check that out. <laughs> loud. <laughs> it was pretty very great. loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well. And we were speaking about money, right? We were speaking were we? about $30 worth. $30. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought, you think lemonade stands are still reliable? <laughs> reliable to make cash? <laughs> Nobody really carries cash anymore. Like, do you think kids are just sitting there and people are passing by and saying, I got nothing. Sorry. Yeah. Probably more and more all the time. That's why you don't see them very often anymore. Do you maybe. think a kid could get a machine? Well, you know what? Do you <laughs> you don't see Girl Guide cookies? I think why don't they just borrow their parents' machine? Like a lot of parents have them now. 
lots. What? I don't think you know. So. Just on, they have these things that they stick into the bottom of the phone. Oh, and you, you can, can use Visa phone. or Mastercard. It's oh. really small. It's about the size of a little smaller than one of those thumb drives. Yeah. You plug it into the bottom of your phone. You just slide a Visa or a Mastercard through it. So maybe they would say, "Oh yeah, hold on. You know, my dad takes Mastercard. I'll go in and get his <laughs> his phone. I don't my know. My dad takes Mastercard. Wow. I mean, hey, it's a good. Did you good ever business. have a lemonade stand? Did I? I don't. I don't know. Did you, Michael? No. I did sold cookies with Maddie, and the first house we went to, they bought all of them. Oh, Aww. that's good salesmanship. So that's sweet. I didn't have any more cookies after that. <laughs> we used to always make carnivals where we would, and every time we were like, okay, we're going to make a carnival, the first thing that we would do is put a bicycle upside down and then we would stick straws or no playing cards on the spokes of the bike. So that when you spin the bike, it would make the sound like, like a roulette wheel or something. It would go like. I'm not sure what our idea was. We were like five years old. So, and we would charge people to come. And and then we'd have like a haunted house in the garage and we'd have like different things. Uh, You could put your hand into this bowl of like spaghetti or something, try to guess what it is. So each kid in the neighborhood would have to come. We'd be like, hey, it's the carnival extravaganza. Mm -hmm. And then they would come and like put a quarter in or something and. We make like you know seventy five cents or dollar yeah. fifty enough to buy us each. Oh, it brings back a memory. We each, I think, <laughs> bought a bag of chips or something like that. So we had enough to buy like three bags of chips. I went to um, went to a, a school, Riverview School, uh, in Winnipeg, when uh, when I was I think it was grade one to six, and so around grade four, um, there was a guy that uh, that started attending there, and. Uh, we all thought he was a little bit crazy. You know, he acted a little off, and he invited myself and three other guys that, that we sort of hung out with. And he says, come on over to my place uh, at lunch. He said, okay, I made... Wait. I don't like you using that word crazy, but okay. A little bit off, sure. We were we'll f- go for that. grade four. A little <laughs> all off. Right, all right, I'm okay. just keeping it in perspective. <laughs> um, and so he said, um, it was Halloween, and he said, I, I made a haunted house in my basement. I, you guys got to come down and, and check this out. And we went, okay. I mean, what, what, how old would grade four be? That'd be nine? Yep. Nine years ten. old? Ten. Nine sure. or ten. Nine or ten. Yeah. So we go down to, the, to his place, and, and, uh, and so he, there's no lights on. He says, okay. He says, uh, I'll go last, and you guys just go ahead. This sounds like an episode of Oprah or something. No, Dateline. Date, almost, <laughs> yeah, almost. Sounds like an episode of, episode of Dateline. So he had dim lights in in the basement, like very, very dim. And and he did the same thing. He had like a bowl of water with spaghetti, and and he you put your hand all his brains and all. It was just ridiculous. And we're walking along. He says, "Okay, tour's over." And and so the first guy in line, we're going back up the stairs, and all of a sudden I hear this sound and then this splat. And a moaning, and we all stopped, and the lights all went on, and this guy was laughing his head off because he built a staircase that just ended at nothing. That was his haunted house. And the first guy in line went right off the edge and face-planted on the concrete floor, and he was just writhing on the floor in pain. And and this guy was laughing maniacally. That's why I said crazy, actually. (laughs) And I just thought, oh, this is insane. So we basically just pried him off the floor and brought him back to school. And, oh, it was that was nuts. So uh, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. We anyway. did some really dangerous stuff. That's awful. But it's scary. interesting how you... Yeah, it's supposed to be scary. Yeah, it's supposed to Well, that's right. <laughs> yeah. House of Horror. That's right. But I, it must be because we were on the other side of the tracks, but we put playing cards in our spokes to make our bikes sound like motorcycles, not like roulette wheels. Well, even Brendan <laughs> did that, though, right? Uh, he talks about that all the time. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I, I never did that. No? no? Oh, yeah, put a one playing card on I there? I was out yeah. of the playing card phase. I tried. It just bent up in the spokes and broke. Aw. <laughs> Didn't yeah. know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the oddest thing that ever happened to you when you were a kid? What would you say is the weirdest thing? I think it was the waking up thing. 
But, that you shared about last time? Yeah, but... You didn't woke up and didn't remember anything that was definitely from definitely the most, like, shocking experience. Yeah. How about uh, you, Michael? I had a oh. dream about mm. something glowing in my window. <gasps> I'm going to tell you guys about sure my dream after. I wasn't sure it was after. a dream. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was a very, like, weird night. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what remember. happened to me. This is this wasn't a dream as far as I know. Oh, that's that Do you know what dangerous. I'm going to tell? That's a good story. No, I, have I don't no know idea. if Nathaniel like knows this. this. I was laying in bed one night in our last house and um I looked over to the side of the bed. Now as far as I remember, I wasn't dreaming, but maybe I was. I don't know. I looked <laughs> that's over. Just like Paul. Yeah. Was it a dream? Was it Ooh, not? Maybe? I don't think it was a dream. <laughs> Only God knows. I thought it was like it was about 10 years ago. Look over the side of the bed. I feel like I'm well wide awake. I see a demon standing there. Just horrific. Like Okay, are you, just are you hanging being out? serious? Yeah. That's weird. Maddie knows this. So y'all, I've never y'all heard this. Sleep paralysis, maybe? No. I look over yeah. and there's this like <laughs> horrific, terrifying demon standing beside the bed. And I turn my head and I lie down and I just like I say to myself, Oh my goodness. That must have been a bad dream. That was horrifying. I'm going to go to sleep. I try closing my eyes and I go, like, I'm going to go back to sleep. And then I hear this voice beside the bed say, I'm still here. All right. Isn't that awful? Right. Okay. Well, thanks know. for joining us, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that That is the scariest thing that ever happened to me. I and guess. And I was just sitting up in bed like, I'm sure you must remember it. I told you about it years ago. No. Okay. That no. was really I don't awful. Know. What do you mean? Uh, you don't know if you believe it? It's a little sketchy. Here. I'd say that'd no, be pretty dream worthy. Maddie knows about it. She talks about it. Well, it doesn't really me. affect if it's a dream or not. I, right. Right. How do you I, know? I don't know. You could say anything. I mean, I've dream. had many experiences where I wake up and I don't know if I was dreaming or not. I mean, that right. just that's just a common part of dreaming, though. Yeah, it could I'd say be. there's a very good chance that but that I'll a straight tell up you dream. that this yeah. seemed like a, a straight up there? realistic thing. Like I've well, never seen anything be doing? that felt surreal. Just um, sitting there, it's like, yeah. hey, I'm still here. Yeah, well, maybe it was because at that time in my life that I wasn't walking close to God, and that I feel like this Maybe presence was, was there. Yourself telling yourself that. It that, could be. I don't know what other explanation yeah. there is. It could yeah. have been my mind telling me that. Could have been God warning me, too, because uh, angels warning. and demons are very much yeah. realistic. I hmm. don't know if someone would actually see one, but yeah, I know uh, Michael's going to be like listening to this podcast later when he goes to put it all together and he's going to be like, I don't know, maybe I should be deleting that thing out. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. <laughs> Is that what you're going to be thinking, darling? Well. I don't think we should talk about that. But I, I think that if we don't accept the fact that there is evil in this world and we don't see the fact that there is sin, then we also don't see um, the goodness of God and the plan of salvation from sin. So um, I was really surprised with my last study I wrote about how many people who claim to be Christians deny the existence of Satan. I think it was something mm, yeah. high, like 40%. It According was, it was, to yeah. a Barna Institute yeah. study, there was like 40% of people who claim to be, these are the people who claim to be Christians in the United States. I'm not saying that they are Christian or I'm not going to sit here and judge them. I don't know what the situation is. But that those people deny the existence of Satan. Mm. I think that's unfortunate um, that people would deny the existence of Satan because Scripture says that Satan is absolutely real. Um, you know, so to deny part of Scripture is not okay. That that's I think that's not smart. People just think it's a good thing, though, to say I'm just going to deny that he's there because I don't want to follow him. I don't want to give him any more. Uh, well, isn't that like than isn't that like just saying I'm going to eat this even though I know it's got poison in it? Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. I think it's important that what? we know that <laughs> it's not at all. <laughs> I know what you're saying <laughs> that you don't want to give Satan any credit. 
Yeah. Okay. But I also think it's important that we acknowledge the existence of Satan because God gives us a warning that he is on the prowl and he seeks to devour us. That's my point. Yeah. We need to arm ourselves against the enemy by being in God's word, by praying, by knowing that at any time that you can be tempted. Like, I'm not saying that he's going to be standing beside your bed saying, I'm here. Like, that could very well be a dream. But I do know that. 100% sure that Satan is going to attack you in ways where he's going to try to break up your family. He's going to discourage you. He's going to make you believe lies that will not, no, he won't make you, but he will try to convince you to believe lies that say that your faith isn't real or that God isn't real. He wants you to be over, right. He wants you to be overcome by the world. He wants the world to have a draw on you and, and pull you away from God, because those, those two are polar opposite, God and the world. And that is what Satan does all the time and, and does really effectively, is that he takes people's eyes off of God, um, shows them something in the world that interests them, gets them involved in that, and then people walk away from God or, or don't focus on God. And so that's why the Bible says over and over, to those who overcome they will have eternal life. And and the word overcome is used, well, John uses it over and over as an example. That's the way he expressed his concern. He said um, that we have to be the ones who overcome the world, not the world overcoming us. And exactly. Another way, and sorry, as you're talking, you know, I'm one of those people that are thinking, I'm going to think about what I'm going to say next. <laughs> So now I'm really trying to absorb what you said and to think about what you said. But at the same time, I also wanted to add that um, another way that he attacks us is by stealing our joy and by causing fear. I think that right now, you know, in the year that we are, we're in, in 2020 right now, is that a lot of people have their joy feels like it's being sucked away or they're not feeling that sense of peace. And there is always peace to be found and that's why it's important that we read God's word because it's it's there that we realize that we have more than what's going on around us that we have a hope of salvation and without that hope of salvation we will um we we won't have the joy in this life that we should be having as believers right that's really what gives us that joy is is knowing that anything that we come up against that God is bigger than our fear that he's bigger than the the problems that we have, that he's bigger than any sickness or pain that we face. Well, that's right, because joy and peace are both through Christ, through the Holy Spirit, and you're not going to find real joy and real peace in the world. And it's a counterfeit. And and that's exactly what we were saying about Satan. Everything is counterfeit with Satan. Everything is a lie. Everything is a deception. And he's a master of deception. And that's that's the point, is the world will draw us into the world if we let it, and, and we just can't. And the best way to stay away from it is to be in the Word. And this is why we say this all the time, and it's it's not just a good idea. It's not something that we should think about doing. It's a must. You, you've got to be in the Word of God to be able to overcome the world. And here's what the sad part is about that, too. Well, sad part about that, but interesting, scary. I don't know what yeah. the word would be. But that curious, e- yeah, the curious thing about that, good, is that even when we are in the word, Satan is also in the word, because when you maybe not, he's not in the word in the same way that we are, but he knows the word, and he'll manipulate that and use it to try to sway us. So there's false teachers and false prophets, or when he tempted Jesus in the wilderness, he was using the same tactics that we use in a sense where we have the sword of the spirit while he is attacking Jesus with the word of God by saying the Bible says this the Bible says that so we have to know the word better and um, well say that's only... important for us to know that's our sword but we need to know that sword and not just you know loosely carry it with us but Satan only has a surface knowledge of the word of God where true. you know where we have a true knowledge of the Word of God. And so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And so Satan doesn't have faith. He's he's not able to gain faith from the Word of God. He's a deceiver. And so anything that he sees, he's going to manipulate that um, for the worse. 
And so, you know, so like I say, for us, it's quite different because we benefit from the Word of God by having a true knowledge, which leads us to walking in faith. Like, what do you mean by true knowledge? True knowledge is so important. You cannot grow as a believer if you don't have true knowledge. And this is why I, I really, really love the books of First uh, and Second Thessalonians and the book of Colossians. To me, I've, I found myself sticking in there for long periods of time because without a true knowledge, if you, if you delve into the Word of God, you're going to see true knowledge coming up over and over and over again, and it fits right in with a Christian's walk. And so if you don't have a true knowledge of God, you cannot grow as a believer. You cannot um, walk in the way of righteousness. You, you just can't. So these are all things that are gleaned from God's Word. And this is what I'm saying is that Satan doesn't get any of that uh, because that's all given by God. So okay. when, when we're reading the Word of God, God, through His Spirit, is revealing these things to us, mm-hmm. and we grow in knowledge, and we walk in the way of righteousness. And that's so incredibly so important. You told what the importance of true knowledge is. Yeah. But what then would be the difference of true knowledge and head knowledge? Well, head knowledge is, is really nothing. Head knowledge is memorizing something without yeah. it ever hitting okay. your heart. And so the faith comes... See, head knowledge would be this. Okay, that's, a, that's, that's actually a very good question. Head knowledge would be a person whose heart is hard. So a person who is not focused on God is, is mm-hmm. not a servant, doesn't have a servant's heart, but is more interested in themselves. Those are people that can hear the Word of God and recite the Word of God, but it never will light that fire in them. It will never draw them in and draw them out of the world. They will always sort of exist in the world, and they'll know Scripture. They'll be able to recite it. They'll be able to talk about it, but they'll never feel it. They won't have um, that depth that a true knowledge will give you. They'll just never have it. Mm-hmm. And they will never they will never find a, a real sense of belonging with believers who have a true knowledge and who are walking in the way of righteousness. So are you saying then that true knowledge is both knowing the Word and adhering to the Word? Oh, or absolutely. Or is it loving the Word, or is it all those things? The, the loving the Word. Love is serving. And so when you have agape love, that is a servant's love. Like Christ, when he came and he washed the feet of the disciples, uh, he did it to show, to really, really get the point across that he came to serve and we are to serve one another in that same way, not by washing each other's feet. And and churches will do that and that, hey, that's great, that that's okay. Um, but what he was what he was saying was more broad than that. And he was saying, now I am serving you. You go out and you serve one another. You serve, you know, you, you serve the world. And that's what love really is. Mm-hmm. So having, um, yeah, I see the difference there. See, between... Because if you don't have love, you, can, you cannot walk in the way of righteousness. So when you have the Holy Spirit and you have your conscience is cleansed by the Word of God... And you have all of these things that have changed you because it's God that's changed us. It's not us that's changed ourselves. So once God completes all these changes in us, we just have to be willing, you know, we, we need to have a heart that will receive that and will agree with that and will love that. And then we'll walk in righteousness. And that is the walk of a true believer. And so it's it's so unfortunate, though, that that message is not out there for people to hear as much anymore. It's it's actually, um, it's very seldom preached on because it's not a popular topic. Um, you know, people will often get their backs up on this one and they'll say, no, 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 it's by, it's by grace. And, and yes, it is by grace, but you can't just say, I'm going to live in my sin and it's, you know, and it's just by grace and I have no intention of living for God. I have, I have every intention of just living for myself. And that's, that's not right. That's just not right. And so that's why you need the word to, so that you will gain that true knowledge and mm-hmm. be able to live, you know, for God in, in an effective way. 
I'm uh, working on my new book right now, which kind of reminds me of that, which is the fruit of the Spirit, which is that if you if you are a Christian, it's like saying, you know, if you are a crab apple tree or an apple tree, you're going to bear apples. It's just, it's a fruit. It's not something, I was thinking that it's not something so much we do as it's something that we are. We are. Abs- we are. Absolutely. I mean, we yeah. are love and we are good and yeah. kind. If we are, um, if we are rooted in Christ, mm-hmm. then we will, we will certainly be those things. If our delight is in the law of the Lord, then we will be those things. I read something the other day I found really interesting. It's actually on YouTube. If anyone wants to look it up, but there's this uh, tree that has 40 different fruit on it. And as I was studying the fruit of the spirit, it's called the tree of 40 fruit. That's original. Yeah, that's yeah. clever. Yeah, that's good. Well, I think the, we need to rename that tree. Tree of 40 it's, fruit. It's very cool. I mean, this guy has like grapes and, or maybe, was it grapes? I don't know, plums, apples, I don't pears. think I can name 40 fruits. Give me five. Five? Five fruits. Yeah. Five fruits. Bananas, peaches, apricots, plums, grapes. Oh, that's five. Not even apples. Well, we used to play yet. this Dragon game fruit. at youth group where you would <laughs> go like fruit. this. I don't know if you can do it in a microphone. And we go. Names of fruit are apple, plum. And we'd have to go around Pear. in a circle <laughs> until the first person couldn't name their fruit anymore. So... That, that might not... Biblical tr- fruit, though. Oh, you're banging your mic. No, it sounds good still. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, good bang. It's so good. So biblical fruit. Biblical fruit. So I love to... this quote that you made for Time Warp the other day. <laughs> you that? put, for the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Oh, oh. And then that's that was the good. end. No. no. That's good. <laughs> no. He didn't finish. No. Galatians. The... I was Galatians, Galatians 5.22... And it is was supposed, yeah, and it was supposed to be and twenty three. It was supposed to be twenty three. So, here I am, complete idiot, that I I go and I copy, you know, Galatians five twenty two. I put it all up and and I get it up there, you know, online, and I I went to bed and I get up in the morning and everybody was so kind. They were so kind, and they're saying, oh, I really prefer to have. You know, and then they'd they'd recite verse twenty three to me, and I'm going, why would they say that? And I go back and I look, and I go, I almost had a heart attack. And so I rip it down offline and fix it and Just put it back up. It should be. Well, I didn't. See, I didn't put it all. It's supposed to be for the oh. fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Right. But yeah. he stopped right in the middle, so it's saying something like the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering. Period. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That's kind of like saying, for God so loved the world, he gave That's the it. end. Period. He gave. He, he gave. did. No, he, he did. Gave. Well, he, in a sense, true, he's, he true, but, but yeah, you kind of you know. need the second part of it, too. It which helped. is really not great timing, since I'm working on a Fruit of the Spirit Bible study right now. And then we to, look to, like we don't gets, even know what the fruit no, of the spirit is. Attention. No, no, no. That's all on me. It's all business. Yeah, it's no, all no, on that's you. all on me. You and your beautiful images. Thank you. <laughs> He's doing a good job. He's oh, been making so some pretty funny. images for Time Warp Wife. But, but thank you to all the people who were so kind. So, so, so kind with their faith and Facebook, faith books, Facebook comments. Facebook. And uh, yeah, yeah, they were very nice. They, they are. were nice. So they're nice. Some of them haven't been so nice to Maddie when she was working with me, and she would do some images. And there, she's not great with spelling. She's fantastic with art, but when it comes to spelling, she struggles. And there were some spelling mistakes sometime. And then she'd wake up the next morning and be like, "Oh, face plant," you know. What do you call that? Hand in the face. Palm. Face palm. palm. Face yeah. palm. Yeah, because yeah, she would make some really bad spelling mistakes on there, but she got more used to it after a while. How do you say palm? Palm. <laughs> palm. It's palm. Don't palm? don't. Do you, I just pronounce the L's and everything? You do. Palm. You Brendan does the same thing. Yeah, and I find it hilarious. Really? Yeah. Folk palm. Folk. 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 <laughs> oh come on! I would not be a folk singer <laughs> if I had to pronounce folk. Oh, I, I think it's way better. Oh no. It's folk. No. 
It, oh. Why is there an L in it? It's folk. There's a lot <laughs> of um, words that have unnecessary, unnecessary letters in it. Maybe they are necessary. No. Why does session have two S's in the middle? Session. <laughs> what? Why is there no H? Session. Why is there no H? Why is there no T? Because S I L N is a sh sound. Like T I O N. No, no, no. But if there's a double S, it shouldn't be a sh. No, session. Like session. you spell session. section with a C. Not section. Session. I'm, no, but I'm saying you spell section with a C. Why not just take out the C and say session? Section. Well, there we is. We have section, and then S E T I O N. What did we open should here? Should be session. This is a can because of worms. It's, a, it's, a, it's a secluded. It is not. <laughs> prove me wrong. <laughs> that prove me. <laughs> I can, and I will. Oh. Mm -hmm. anyway. So you know what I'm doing, and I hope to have this done by your birthday. The book. No, I mentioned it the other day, but oh, I'm no. learning all of the <gasps> African countries. And I hope to have them all done all by your birthday. So hopefully yep. if we play yep. some Trivial Pursuit, I'll be a partner that you'll want to have. I'm terrible African. at geography. Okay, let's, let's, try, let's try on something. Okay. Oh. Okay. Which country contains Lake Victoria? Africa. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. No. Okay. Lake Victoria. Yes. South Africa? Yes. Are you serious? Wow. No, it's Ghana. Are you joking? I'm serious. Yeah, he's right. I got that right? Dude. Because you know that I was <laughs> going to say Canada. The, the fact that you're so Canada? surprised. <laughs> I am. Okay. See? I'm going to win. You are ready for pursuit. Jeopardy. Uh, Canada's yeah. got the Great Lakes. I'm the worst. Well, Canada and the United States. <laughs> yeah, like we got half many, the Great Lakes. <laughs> what percentage of history and geography questions do I usually get right at Trivial zero. Pursuit? No. Zero. History and geography? Zero. She knew the Titanic. <laughs> Only because Leonardo DiCaprio was on oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a historical question. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. So, no. I mean, that's good. Learning some geography. So I'm going to learn it because I'm tired of being, you know, like the person that doesn't know. But, oh, put me up with some Bible trivia. And then, remember, we used to play that a lot, like 25 years ago. I'm Did making we? a lot of noise because I'm trying to fix yeah, this sweater here. I'm not sure what you're doing. I'm trying but... to take off the I won a sweater. competition at school for drawing the map of Canada blind. Like just by, by memory. They poked your eyes out before school started. <laughs> they put a garbage can over your head. <laughs> so, so they just gave me a piece of paper and a pencil and said, draw Canada. Really? And I managed to draw it almost exactly as it was on the map. Huh. Wow, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. What grade? Uh, Ten. Ah, oh, wow. Yeah. I was just Quebec saying like like two days ago that you were, <laughs> you're one of the most intelligent people I know. And I'll tell you why. And I told this no. to Brendan, who you, who I often say is intelligent, but I said that you were one of the most intelligent people I know, if not the most intelligent, because you have a combination of wisdom and knowledge, which I think really makes you um, like have a well-rounded um like smarts, I guess, is the word I would say for it. Because sometimes you can get people who have a lot of head knowledge and like they know facts and all this stuff, but they don't really have any common sense or wisdom. And then someone like my dad, he seemed to have a lot of wisdom, but my dad, you know, he wasn't well-schooled at all mm. and never, ever learned anything after the school. So I think I just know very know specific fields. Yeah. Like when learned. it comes to audio. I could I could handle some audio stuff. Well, you also figure things out, which was interesting. Like you were figuring some of those questions out with Trivial Pursuit. Like one of the questions was, "What does this word word mean?" I forget what the word was, but the the meaning of it was sleepwalking. Mm -hmm. So it was somnia something or whatever. Yeah. And you and Elaine like somnification were... or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. And then okay. you were like, wait a minute. So let's think about the root of the word. And, and you guys were really figuring it out. And I thought, yeah, that's pretty smart. Like you're good at figuring stuff out. I think hmm. what I like most about you even more than that is the fact that you totally have a servant's heart. 
So if somebody is in need, somebody needs something, you're there. You're there. And it's I just try. like, oh, yeah, no matter what, no matter what it is, just, you know, let me let me help out. And uh, and that's that is something that I guess when, to talk about it, people will say, oh, yeah, that's that's really nice. But that is becoming more and more rare where a lot of people aren't like that. They're more like, um, yeah, I'll help you if you give me a hand with this later on or or money exchange money for help and things like that it just seems rude it, we it, used to see, have that's that's what's in mean. you yeah. that that i i love that the fact that i can i can knock on your door wake you up and say hey can we can we do a podcast in 10 minutes nobody would say yes to that nobody <laughs> you know and and yet you're just like uh sure he, they take, <laughs> you know, get out of my room dad yeah just get out of here <laughs> No, I yeah. mean, that's that's a quality that is something that you really want to hang on to. I just, uh, advice for a lot of people is what I use. It's just, I I guess you just need a lot of foresight with it. Because the outcome of saying yes to helping people is going to be a lot better than the few minutes of comfort that you get from saying no. Like, I'd be awake right now if I said no to this podcast. I would have gotten out of bed already. would just be sitting in my chair. Right. But... Yeah, I'm doing this, being yeah. productive, and it feels a lot better. You're going to come away from it a lot happier. Yeah, and so is everybody around you. Yeah, you know, and so yeah, you you just can't miss. You just yeah. can't miss with that. But a lot of people don't understand it that way. Mm. They look at it as, oh no, no, that's that's too much like work, or you know, what am I getting out of this? You know, that kind of thing, and that's just wrong. That that just misses completely misses the point. And so. Good, good on you that you see that, and Thank and you. that's really ingrained in you, like really deeply ingrained in you, and uh, and I've I've heard more than a few people mention a, that. A weird thing is, I think it has to do with, um, not the word stage fright or anxiety. I think I would just be afraid or afraid of conflict. Maybe I think I would mm. actually like okay. it. Kind of grew from me being afraid of saying like, "What am I getting out of it?" Because I didn't want to have to bargain with people or anything like that. I'll just say, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. And then it kind of became... Are you afraid of conflict? Because that's my biggest fear. Uh, in a sense. I mean, I avoid it as much as possible, but that might just because... Might be because just... I wonder why you would be. Because I thought mine was because of, you know, just my past. Really, I enjoy but... being more diplomatic, I guess. Like, I, I want to ease you're the situation kind of before... Shy. Well, again, that goes with your personality. Yeah. You don't want conflict. It's not that you're afraid of it, but you see the value in approaching it a different way. You know, so why why make something into a conflict when you can take care of it in a, in a peaceable way? Yeah, it just seems like there's two ways mm -hmm. to go with everything. Yeah. Yeah, I've, uh, it's interesting because I I wrote about it last night and I was talking about courageous faith. Because I guess it's something that I deal with myself. I get a, I'm afraid of conflict or I'm afraid sometimes when I have a problem that I have to face. And I was thinking about, about David and Goliath. And one of the questions I said is, I wonder if David faced the giant within him before he faced Goliath. So I think that more than facing our problems, there's a giant within us that we have to face first anytime that we want to face something that scares us. We have to overcome that that anxiety or that fear within us. Mm -hmm. And when we start to understand that God goes before us or that God is in control, and so if I step into a situation and there is going to be conflict or I'm going to get hurt or I'm going to go and choose to love somebody and they're not going to receive what I'm saying to them, if I can go in with that mindset that I'm going to do whatever I know to do right, regardless of if I get hurt, then it it sort of, it changes what I, the way that I approach it. But I also need to remember that God has the power to soften hearts and he has the power to um, change situations, to open doors, to pave roads, and to fight the battle before we even get there. And how many times in my life have I done that? I worry about a problem and I stress about a problem. And when I finally get to that problem, it's all taken care of. But do we give God the credit when that happens and say, 
He went before me and he took care of that problem before I even arrived. And that's exactly what's happening is that God is taking yeah. care of that battle. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And and I firmly believe that, that, you know, every day we just have to sort of show up, um, you know, and uh, and like I say, to me, my, my personal... You're waving your hand. <laughs> I'm waving you off. That's not distracting. <laughs> okay, folks, I guess that means we're no, wrapping just, this. <laughs> I'm teasing you because you did that to me before. Uh, okay, yeah. That, that's the universal sign of, wow, we're going overtime here. And it's, <laughs> yeah. it's time to... It's time. You know what? We'll, we'll pick that up next time. But, really? Yeah, oh, we'll I didn't mean time. to interrupt oh, wow. you. I was, no, I was wow. teasing you. Oh. Now, I, now I look like the bad guy. Do you remember what you were going to say? Actually, I don't. And that's okay. Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> But anyway. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but no. anyway, so what are we going to tune in next ask? time for Nathaniel's mm. birthday extravaganza? That sounds like that Batman um, show out of the 60s. Oh, tune same in next time, time. Same bat Same hour. bat time. Same, same bat, bat place. Oh, same whatever. bat hour, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Same bat place. <laughs> same bat year. So if. Um, if you're on iTunes, hit that subscribe button or yep. whatever yep, podcast app that you're on. Just go and hit that subscribe button. I think we're losing Nathaniel here. He's, He's going starting into to fall asleep. We're going into mode. hibernation mode. Uh, <laughs> and um, also visit Time Warp Wife Ministries where you're going to find marriage prayers, daily devotions, hmm. and Bible studies. So I think you'll like some of them. And complete Bible verses. Complete. Complete. Yeah. It's all You'll there, find folks. That there. So we'll talk to you next time and have a really wonderful week. You're loved by an almighty God. Bye bye. Bye for now.